unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And I tell them my plan and they're like, okay, well, are you going to have kids and then wait to do graduate school? I'm yeah. like, this is none no. of your business. Right. <laughs> no, right. for real though. Welcome, welcome to the Sam Taylor and Justin Show, formerly known as Saints Inscripted. That's quite a dramatic <laughs> change. It's the same thing. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue either. The Sam, I thought it sounded nice, yeah. honestly. Um, Starts with my name. That's why you like it. It sounds like a sexually transmitted disease, STJ. You know, it's like, okay. So today we're going to talk about, and we've kind of like, there's been some episodes where we talk about culture and within the church, but we want to go a little bit deeper in just defining what church culture is and what we love and hate about it. So there's this Wikipedia article um, that Rachel found, and it it literally says, um, Culture of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And you guys should look it up. It's kind of funny, but yeah. like also yeah. like accurate in it's a lot totally, of ways. Yeah, yeah it, was like, it, was, it nailed us. Like I was like, wow, was we are weird. Like, <laughs> there was the foods listed. There was funeral potatoes, yeah, green jello. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, this was obviously written by members of There's the church. straight up know? just like, <laughs> these are things. So and so like from an outsider's perspective, it would be like, that's so strange. And, and I was thinking, you know, like if I was not a member, how would I feel about all these things? And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, there's mm-hmm. some but weird stuff. But I think that there's a phrase in the description of this Wikipedia article, and it says, like, that like we are going to outline the different culture phenomenons that are, like, based on various doctrines. Right. And I thought that was, like, that was cool. Because, so, like, the church has its doctrine. Like, there's the gospel, there's the truth, and which is what we tried to live by. Right. But from that and from the various interpretations and I think laziness a lot and just like mm-hmm. human beings being humans. Then maybe we, the opposite of laziness, maybe over. Oh, over, yeah. Pharisaical. Yeah. yeah. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, you just like that we've created this this world, you know, this the bubble. I don't know what you want to call it. And Yeah. Yeah. So, but like what are the things... And I'm being so negative. There's, there's so many good things about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, so, it's so wonderful. Especially the funeral potatoes. Yeah. And That's probably but the, right, though, the peak of guys, LDS culture. Funeral potatoes are the same thing as scallop potatoes, right? Are they? Absolutely not. I think it depends I on the cut. Definitely. Like, scallop, it depends how you have your funeral potatoes. Like, if you have the sliced... See, I feel like funeral potatoes need to be, like, the cheese-grated version with, like, strings. Yeah, those we, are so We need like a whole browns. episode yeah. about <laughs> cooking Basically hash in... browns, <laughs> like, sprinkled with... Cornflakes or whatever that is. Something that I do really love about the LDS culture, specifically living in Utah, is the fact that I never feel really out of place with my religion. Like, I, feel, I don't feel like I'm going to be driven from my home with pitchforks right. and torches. Um, like, I'm free to express my beliefs without that fear. With, with at least some comfort knowing that somebody in the room is going to be on the same page. Gotcha. So that's more like mm-hmm. specific to Utah. To Utah, yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Which is really nice. Which is really cool. Yeah. I think kind of along with that is the community feeling. That was something a lot of us put. It's just that you've got this group of people and you just, you see them 
probably every Sunday, maybe on Wednesdays when you're doing the activity days or right, whatever, mutual, yeah. whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's nice. No, I, and I think like we well, like and wherever you are, you're like whatever part of the world, it's like South America or Africa or China, you're like, oh, you remember? I can talk to you about Joseph Smith right. and families. You've got the same vernacular, yeah. the same Which is really comforting. It mm-hmm. is. If I was, like, the only member of my own religion, you know, can you imagine? <laughs> or even if there yeah. was, like, because, like, I feel like a lot of other religions have different sects and stuff. Yeah. Like Christianity, for example. Like, if you're, like... <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, yeah. wait, there are we, others. We you know, do. let's just ignore that. Let's just... But we they're kind of one. in the shadows for the most part. Have you noticed it, that? Right. It's if like you say, a I'm a member sex. of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you're there. Right. You know, your home, mm-hmm. the break your family. The breakoff groups are often polygamist-associated. They have so their they, own they names. They have to lie yeah, exactly. the radar, and they don't... Yeah, they don't come exactly. Out. No, and I think... But and the, the idea of family also, like... Like the the metaphorical family we have within the church, right. but I love the cultural emphasis on family. The yeah. literal family. You know, like, um, which is interesting because that's also one of the reasons I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I see. Yeah. Well, it's almost like it's it's a good it's it's a good thing to a point, but it sometimes gets taken to extremes by Phariseeism. Right. Right. The fact that um, my family. I, like it's just so we're so close. Mm-hmm. We know that this relationship is going to last. We know that it's important. I think we work so hard to make it work. You know, yeah. Yeah. where it's like a lot of other family. I know so many people, especially like my cousins and aunts and uncles who aren't members, and like they're just estranged from each other. Mm-hmm. Like the moment you're out of the house, it's like okay, bye, mm-hmm. because you don't matter. Yeah. But like we understand that families can last forever and be internal. So I think that like we put a little bit more effort. We have like a. a special perspective which i love yeah and like it's it's just the mentality that knowing that they will never not be a part of your life right granted <laughs> a lot of like family situations are always different and there are a lot of families out there even in nope. the church especially if you hate church. your family you're, you're wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no you're, no, you're but, right but there's the church, so many but it offers like a lot of hope even for those right. people like it's okay that if you have been estranged from your family or if you estranged yourself from your family because of toxic situations or, you know, there's a lot of like right. child abuse situations, right. like that's really hard. And you can't guilt somebody into, you know, always spending time with right. those people in spite of those things. But they can, the gospel does offer healing to those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which I think is great, especially because you mentioned the part where you kind of hate that aspect too. Like, for example, me and my mom did not get along and it just, like, it wasn't a good relationship. And so I was worried that, you know, we... I'd have to live with her forever. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Well, and more just like that, I don't know, that I was in trouble because... I didn't have a good relationship. Like, there's one of the questions we have to answer for our temple recommend, and it asks um, about, like, good relationships with your family. And I just remember breaking down one time in the bishop's office because I was like, I can't answer yes to that question. I can't feel 100% that I have great relationships with every member. And so I just felt so bad. But I remember, you know, my bishop telling me, he's like, oh, it's not your fault. And, like, we'll have the next life you know we believe that we can fix things and so that's always been a comfort to me is that at some point we'll be able to fix that relationship and 
we can have our eternal family and it'll be great. Right. So. Well, it's like there's almost a, there's a duality to every aspect of the gospel, mm-hmm. like especially within the culture, mm-hmm. that the things we like are also leading, like are also the reason that we hate certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I I love the word of wisdom because it helps me be healthy but I hate that you're judged if you do anything that people think isn't right. kosher, right. you know? Yeah. And, and like, it's just like, or if there's, I love that the church has guidelines for media and stuff, but I hate that, like, people are judging you if you're watching a show that they don't watch, you know, or people. Yeah. that's rated R. Yeah, or if you don't want to watch a rated R movie, then people are like, oh, you think you're too good for us, you know? Yeah. Like, there's just always, and so, I don't know, like, what other things? Um so, like, one of the things that bothers me, I don't watch, I don't go out of my way to watch rated R movies. Sure. I, you know, like, I've avoided them, like, my whole life, but I'm in the film program at BYU. Right. And we've even watched rated R movies in class, um, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. And really, what it comes down to is, like, what are you watching? Like, we shouldn't be determining, you know, judging our righteousness based on, like, oh, I don't, I follow this worldly standard of movie yeah. ratings as opposed to like what actually is in the movie and like, your intentions I yeah think. like so my wife and I so I we literally just released an episode about and I said I don't watch rated R movies and then the movie 1917 came out oh yeah it's rated R it's one of the best movies I've ever seen <laughs> well 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 how the turntables <laughs> I, I talked to my wife about it and she's like I think this is worth seeing you know even though it's rated R we went and saw it amazing Right? Mm-hmm. And then I went home and we're like, let's watch The Bachelor. We watched 30 minutes, we turned it off. We're like, this is crap. <laughs> but I know so many members of the church who watch The Bachelor yeah. religiously. See, like, it's so. I have, and my professors all the time, what they say is, like, if there's anything virtuous, lovely, good, reporter, praiseworthy, we seek after these things. You know? Right. Like, don't bother, you know, it's not about yeah, no. the rating, it's about, you know. But I, yeah, I think, like, the, how we, like, yeah. How we treat people and how mm-hmm. we treat the aspect. Anyway. That's awesome. So something else that I really don't like about uh, the culture is the pressure of having kids. I don't oh. know if you... I mean, you're having a kid. I am so having a kid. You, you fell, fell under that pressure. <laughs> but um, like my experience, I just graduated with my bachelor's degree and I've had so many people... And I plan to go to graduate school and I've mm-hmm. had so many people be like, okay, so you've graduated. Now, when are you going to have kids? And I tell them my plan and they're like, okay, well... Are you going to have kids and then wait to do graduate school? Yeah. I'm like, this is none of no. your business. <laughs> right? No. Right. For real, though. Yeah. It, like, it's a major life decision that they and, shouldn't have. And, like, there's no scripture anywhere that says you must have children as fast as possible. Yeah. And as many as you. It, it, is not it does not exist. But people are just extrapolating the idea, like, like go and... Like, um, wait. Go forth and multiply. Thank you. Multiply yeah. and replenish <laughs> Multiply and replenish the yeah. earth. They're taking that and they're just, like, creating it into this thing... That, like, you are a terrible person if you don't have 17 kids by the age <laughs> of 32. And I'm not saying you're a terrible person if you are 32 and have 17 kids. That's got to be rough, you right. know? And I... It just got real early. Yeah. There's so many things. And I was just talking to my boss at work, actually, about this. Where it's like we there's scriptures and and, like, testimonies and talks that we hear... And then we grew up hearing these ideas that, like, are just, like, misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you really took this idea, like, for example, that we should have a lot of kids, that's just something we grew up thinking. I grew up thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we look, if we dig deep to where that comes from, you realize. There's no foundation. That's, yeah, that's it. not what God that's intended with that verse, you yeah. know. Another thing that I really don't like is I feel like there's a lot of emphasis, 
like too much emphasis on Joseph Smith's role in the restoration and not enough emphasis on Christ's role in uh-huh. the restoration. Yeah. And like, like in the Book of Mormon, I've been reading like the third Nephi. Christ talks a lot about the restoration and his personal involvement. Yeah. I'm like, we don't. Ever That's talk really cool. About that, mm-hmm. so. No, I, I think definitely. I think the the inability to ask questions in the church, like like not even in the church, but just like ourselves. Like we feel like it's not okay to question things right. and to question God. You know, it's like mm-hmm. okay, like let's just trust. But like, it's okay to wonder why. Yeah. And to find answers because God has them. He's waiting to give them to us. I think part of that that bugs me is like even if you do uh, I mean I felt okay asking questions sometimes but then it's like if you don't get the answer that people want to hear or if you if you still kind of doubt things they're like "Mm, no and then I think um, one of the things we wrote down here someone did the relationship like the way we treat um, members of the LGBTQ community as a culture Mm -hmm. um, and then how we treat people who have left the church there's just like this idea of like oh steer clear or oh they really messed up and like and with the LGBTQ community, I feel like there's, like, everyone kind of gets the idea that we want to include them, but nobody really knows how to go about doing that. And right. so there's just a lot of confusion and miscommunication, and things just don't turn out right all the time. Right, exactly. And then they end up hurt, and... Oh, right, like, and, and, like, families, like, there's a lot of problems, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and I think that could be handled a lot differently. Definitely. This last semester at BYU, in one of my religion classes, we took a Pearl of Great Price class, and the Pearl of Great Price is a controversial book of scripture. And so we spent a lot of time defining what scripture is. And ultimately what we came to the conclusion of was that scripture is the word of God, however it comes to you. You know, people may have written down how the word of God came to them thousands of years ago. And we've got that written down in documents. But like ultimately, um, like when it comes to things in church culture, like how we treat the LGBTQ community, how we interpret certain things that prophets have said. Like ultimately, it comes down to like how does God speak to you in terms of in terms of those things? Right. Like, how should you conduct yourself? And like if you should be having children, then if God says that, you know, if you feel compelled that way, then you should be having children. If you don't, like you don't have to. It's it's really God speaks to us personally, and I feel like that is, should be more of our standard, not necessarily what people have said yeah. for the last 50 years or more. Hey, uh, freaking man. Personal revelation. <laughs> so um, I think if you guys have any other things that you love and or hate about the church culture, please leave in the comments below. Yeah, what's your least favorite? Yeah. Or your favorite? And if we you will... You know potatoes? How do you chop them? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's hash brown. <laughs> Decided. Um, and then please subscribe and share these videos with your friends so that they know that we're not crazy. But a little bit crazy. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.